Listen in today's episode because I am inviting you to ignite your curiosity around the power of one little word. Stay tuned. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm your host, Debbie Tauber, creator of the Exit Methodology advocate for living your best and most intentional life, and alcohol freedom coach. This podcast is for you if you have big dreams and aspirations, but you've begun to notice that just maybe your current drinking patterns are getting in the way. Inside the podcast, we'll dive into a modern day approach that can help you move away from shame and blame when it comes to what you're drinking and finally take the driver's seat of your life again. It's time to exit the drinky life. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am having the awesome experience of watching the butterflies fly around at the butterfly garden that I'm not going to say we because I wasn't a we in it. It was my awesome, amazing husband created this beautiful butterfly garden right in the line of sight in the view of my office window. And so I get the pleasure and the joy of experiencing and watching these butterflies out there. And that's very symbolic for me. I know I've shared in one of the episodes, and I'm not sure which one it was now, but around how when my amazing husband first met me, And as we started to get to know each other and he started to help me shift some of my beliefs that I talked about in the previous episode, the one right before this one, and he was instrumental in helping me with some of that self-loathing I had going on. Anyway, so he started describing it as I was this, had been this cocoon inside this cocoon and then I was forming into this beautiful butterfly. And so that's very, very symbolic for me. And so I love that I have this opportunity and this gift of watching the butterflies outside my office window. And so that's what I have going on over here as I am creating this amazing episode for you. And so what I want to invite you to do as you're listening in your earbuds is to ask yourself, what is it, one thing, that I can hear and listen for on purpose that will help me make a change that I want to make, right? And so before I go further, I really want you to take in a couple of breaths, breathe in and breathe out and kind of set that intention for yourself and allow yourself to receive what it is that you need to receive right now to help you make a change that you want. And who knows? what it is it's going to be in the episode. But just from setting the intention for yourself, you'll be amazed at what you receive and what you hear. And then as you get that inspiration, I want you to bring it into action. I want you to take some form of action on it because that is how, yes, you might get the inspiration, but it's taking the next step of the action and the acting. This is how you're going to make the change and the transformation, and start the process, right? Even if in the moment it's feeling a little bit uncomfortable, I really want to encourage you to start acting upon 
these little bursts of inspiration and intuition that comes to you. So before we get into today's topic, and around it's all around this pattern I've been noticing in my own brain lately, right? And so I really want you to imagine that what you're doing is you are changing what you're drinking. You're exiting that cycle of drinking, over-drinking, while you're falling in love with your flossom self. This truly is possible for you. And to support you with that, I've opened up the most successful alcohol interruption workshop for enrollment. Hey, it's still open for enrollment. We are going to be starting. We may have already kind of started the pre-stuff by the time you're hearing this. It's still open for enrollment. The interruption part begins on January 1st, right? And so this is a chance for you to create a better future, transform your relationship with yourself, learn to exit the drinking life with confidence. This is a six-week workshop, and it will teach you, inspire you, and connect you to peers doing the same work you are in as little as 20 minutes a day. It's possible for you to achieve the freedom that you are seeking. If that's the inspiration that you're getting, right, head to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash freedom for all the details. So what I've been noticing about myself and in my thinking pattern in my brain lately, and it has been keeping me in a little bit of a stuck feeling and a little bit of a funk, right? And so I don't think it's just lately either. I kind of am beginning to uncover with my exploring and experimenting and examining that it's also not just me that this happens to, right? And it's kind of a practice pattern in myself that I'm noticing. And pretty much as I'm noticing it with others, it's pretty much a practice pattern too. And we kind of get into this rut around it. And I definitely hear it happening a lot with my clients doing this and what I see it's creating for them as well as in my own life. So I'm always, so as I was thinking about it and doing my own self-coaching and working with my own coach, I was remembering when about the five-year mark when I became a flight attendant, it was something that I noticed when I first started flying that those individuals who had been flying around five or seven years, at that point when I first started flying, I was noticing this in them around the five or seven year mark. And I observed it in myself around my own personal five to seven year mark. And here's why it actually stood out for me. So as my flight attendant job, it allowed me to experience a new adventure every week. Personally, I actually love adventure, exploring and discovery. That's how I came up with exit. And the terminologies in the words that I use. So I love all of that kind of stuff. And my favorite, one of some of my favorite shows are like Dr. Watson and Sherlock Holmes and the detecting and the, and the fashion in which they do it and how they go about it and how it's portrayed on the television anyway. And so I love getting lost in the newness of things and experiencing the wonder of first times. And that's also one of the things I truly love about being a Nona. Right, that's what my grandkids call me, Nona. And so it's, this is, that's that wonder of first times from them. And we did kind of talk about that in the episode I did with Pam and the technique that she taught, right? And so it didn't matter, like, 
in that first years for me and when I was allowing myself to stay in that wonderment space, it didn't actually matter that I'd be called in the middle of the night. It didn't matter that the destination was a small town in the U.S. I was living in this land of I get to, quote unquote. I get to, right? And so a lot of my thoughts were all around I get to, such and such. And what I uncovered that I now find fascinating was that at about the five-year mark, my job began to feel like the worst punishment of all time. I was always complaining about it and wishing it was different. The only thing that had changed was not my age, not my trips, and not the middle of the night calls. All of those were taking place in the beginning, right? See, when I first began flying, I was thinking, I get to, quote unquote. And at my five-year mark, I started thinking, I have to, quote unquote. And that was it. That's what dawned on me. And that's what came to me. One word, have to, right? Instead of get, have. One word, have, changed my entire experience of my job. Because at the five-year mark for me as a flight attendant, it was the same kind of stuff basically as the one-year mark. As a five-year flight attendant, there's not a lot of progress you see in the kind of trips you're getting. There's not a lot of progress away from that middle-of-the-night phone call, right? And so what literally shifted, it wasn't the circumstance. It was the get and the have. And it changed how I felt, how I experienced it while I was doing it, how I showed up, which was usually grumpy. Right? And then I do notice that Brain Debbie has this thinking pattern, that she does get into this phases of getting to, and then she moves into have to. Right? It's kind of this practice pattern that I'm starting to explore as I've ignited my curiosity around it and trusting myself to figure things out and loving my flossomeness. I've realized that's what takes place with me a lot, this practice pattern I have. So I've decided to look a little bit closer at it. And she also likes to land, Brain Debbie, she likes to land in the I can't, I should, and I'm supposed to world. She likes to go there too. Imagine changing what you drink, exiting that cycle of drinking, over drinking, while you fall in love with your flossom self. This truly is possible for you. The most successful alcohol interruption workshop is open for enrollment. A chance to create a better future, transform your relationship with yourself, and learn to exit the drinking life with confidence. This six-week workshop will teach you, inspire you, and connect you to peers doing the same work you are. In as little as 20 minutes a day, it's possible to achieve freedom. Interested? Go over to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash freedom and start the conversation. While doing my own thought work around this, here are some of the thoughts that I uncovered. And now, mind you, these weren't all at one time. I have this practice where I do morning pages. And so I started, as I really started igniting my curiosity around this, I'm figuring out, okay, what's happening for me 
I'm this pattern is keeping me cycling back to that grumpy feeling, right? And so I want to figure this out. So I'm working towards and opening myself up and using the whole exit methodology to figure this out for myself. And so this is why I'm sharing this for you too, because possibly something I share in here will give you that one of those aha moments that'll help you figure out your thing, right? And so here's some of the thoughts that I've uncovered. I have to clean my house. I have to manage my mind. I have to manage my finances. I have to pay my bills. I have to go to the grocery store. I have to be an engaged wife. I have to be informed. I have to be responsible. I have to do the laundry. I have to go to the store. I have to get gas. I have to make these appointments, right? Listen to all those aptitudes. Me just saying this now, reading it as I'm like laughing at myself. I'm like, yeah, that does feel yeah and grumpy, right? And I have a lot of have-tos around my business at times too. I have to work. I have to answer the emails. I have to take care of the clients. And really, I don't want to feel any of these have-tos. But I catch myself when I catch myself in these have-to things. And so it's really this pattern. And it's not my genuine inner soul thing. It's this practice pattern that shows up. And when I know, and I don't even know consciously I'm in it either, right? But I do know now for myself when I'm in one of those, and then it can move into the shoulds too when they start showing up too. And so I notice for myself the behavior when I'm living in that land of have to, I should, I can't thoughts, and they start showing up a lot. And I start feeling more down and kind of grumpy. I also notice myself taking the action of sitting in front of the television, watching episode after episode of something. And then this, and so sometimes I can catch it when I'm having the feeling down moment and I'm kind of wondering, okay, am I living in the land I have to, can't, and should? And I catch it then and I'm able to turn it around. But a lot of times, because this is literally this practice pattern for myself that I'm working through and navigating my way around, right, is I'll catch myself mindlessly in front of the television. And when this behavior shows up, I know for a definite fact that I'm living in the land of I have to, I should, I can't, right? And so now that is what my thing, the television hours, however when that would show up a lot for me. And a lot of this land of I have to, I should, I can't was also leading to many of my self-loathing things that I talked about in a previous episode, right? And so this pattern, it's natural that it would come back into my brain because it's very practiced. Yet, as I stated in the other ones, it's very much about myself falling in love with my awesome self over again, all over again, right? And so This is when I'm sitting in front of the TV. I'm like, okay, here's time for my oxygen mask tactic here, right? Is to slow down and express love for my flossom self, right? And then get the have-tos, the shoulds, the can'ts out of my head. And that's how I really had a lot of those that I shared. And there's many, many, many more that I have. But I really don't feel the need to share them all, right? I think you can get the gist of what starts to take place and how I actually feel. 
And my hunch is you're starting to notice that for yourself. That even just hearing me say all of that, you're starting to get this sensation of, that doesn't feel good. That's meh. That's yucky. That's not, you know, doesn't feel right, right? And so when you're in that, pay attention to that because that might be part of the just that one word, right? Have and get. That one word of have and get. Because really, I view this work I do as a get. I get to meet all these amazing people. I get to record these episodes. I get to support others and help be their guide as they exit the cycle. I get to watch those amazing transformations. And it's literally get-tos, and that's the honest truth, and telling myself the whole truth there. But yet sometimes, Brain Debbie, she likes to bring me to that world of have-to, shoulds, and can'ts, right? And so the oxygen mass tactic here is to slow down, breathe, acknowledge, um, this is me being flossom, right? And get all of those out of my head and onto paper so that I can let them go. And I can first realize this is why this is happening and let myself experience it in the moment and slowly, gradually move myself into the truth, right? And how would I think? And so really what I want to ask you about, and so as I'm sharing all that and you're noticing and paying attention to how it impacts me, right? How is it impacting you? And how would you think and how would you feel and how would you behave if you simply shifted one word? And so would your tension fade? Would the task be more fun? Would I find, would you find the resources to help you achieve the task, right? Because the getting to word, the get, moves you into being resourceful, moves you into fun, moves you into less tension and more joy. And our power comes from understanding how impactful the words that we choose are, how they actually impact our entire experience of something, right? And so the magic you experience from shifting one word is priceless. And so I really want you to, to try that on and ignite the power and ignite your imagination around what would happen if you shifted one word. And remember, I've opened up the most successful alcohol interruption workshop for enrollment, a chance to create a better future, transform your relationship with yourself, and learn to exit the drinking life with confidence. This is, yes, a six-weeks program, and the program and the workshop will teach you, inspire you, connect you to peers doing the same thing and the same work that you're doing. In as little as 20 minutes a day, it is possible to achieve this freedom. So imagine where you'll be at the end of 42 days of learning, feeling inspired, connecting, and receiving support. Head over to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash freedom to find out more. And I will be back with you guys again next week. Have an awesome rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I hope this episode has helped you move away from drinking shame and blame 
and instead into confidence and full belief that the life you desire is within your reach. You are not alone. I have been exactly where you are right now. If you have enjoyed this episode, please take a second to hit the follow button so you never miss a future episode. And leave a review to help me reach more listeners just like you looking to break away from the toxic cycle of drinking and discover a healthier approach that leads to a life full of abundance and happiness. If you want to take what you've learned here to the next level, head over to jumpseatcoaching.com for more resources and tools. See you back here on the next episode.